welcome back to my podcast, Dreams Money Can't Buy. This is, I think this is episode 9? Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say that this is episode 9. It's so crazy because I just remember like, first releasing my first ever episodes and now we're here on episode 9. So yeah, so today's episode is gonna be, <laughs> I'm out here waffling, but yeah, today's episode is gonna be um, a question and answer, a nice Q&A. So I've had you guys send in some questions that you'd like me to answer or like my opinion on certain things and I'm gonna do my best to try answer all of them to like my best ability. So yeah, let's get straight into it. So the first question was, what do you define as success? <laughs> This is a good question. To be fair, they're all really good questions. You guys had me out here thinking, like, for a while, like, damn, this is deep. <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm not going to waffle on. I'm going to try and be as precise as possible. So, defining success. Hmm. I feel like, whilst this seems like an easy question, it really took me a while to think because it's what I define as success, not as not what other people would define as success. Yeah, I feel like before every episode, I just need to do a little disclaimer. English isn't my first language. <laughs> but yeah, um, let me try not to waffle. I feel like I waffle. I feel like once it gets past a certain time in the day, there's just no stopping me. I could talk for hours and waffle for hours. See, here I am again, damn. Anyways, okay, Gabs, you've got this. Um, success, what do I define that as? So. I don't have a specific definition for success and I feel like that's because for me to define success would mean that I kind of limit the possibilities of succeeding. So if I was to define success by like the amount of money I have, I'll only feel successful when I'm making money or my success will be limited or bound to the amount of money I make or have. If I was to define success by the amount of lives I change or impact, I'll only feel successful when I'm helping people and the reality is I won't always be doing that. So I don't set a specific definition for success and I don't tell myself when I do this I'll be successful. Success to me isn't something I suppose I gain, it's more something that I create and have the opportunity to create each and every day. But I feel like a major aspect to like my creation of success is feeling gratitude and I don't know where in the Bible it says this, but I think it's somewhere in Psalms. It says, wake up each day with um, a heart filled with gratitude. And gratitude to me is so important. And it's just basically recognizing and being aware whilst there's still more to gain, I have everything I need. So to me, success or like being successful is not gonna come from gaining more. It's simply going to come from appreciating and being grateful for more. Because one thing I learned in life is there's just always more. There will always be better. There will always be more to gain. In whatever context you put that in, that's what I found to be true. And if I'm constantly defined by success, by the attainment of more, I'll always feel like I'm shortcoming. Because once I achieve something, I have this mindset that it's not enough. So therefore, I'm not successful. Whereas if I'm able to appreciate everything I have and everything I have done and achieved, and I can fill my heart with gratitude, I feel successful and I create this successful feeling for myself. So whilst I still know there's more to attain, I can appreciate and be present with everything I have already attained and everything that I already have. So yeah, that's kind of like where I'm at with this whole definition of success. It's probably gonna change in the next couple of years, in the next couple of months, because I feel like 
things change all the time we change all the time and who we are today is not going to be who we are tomorrow so what we believe and understand today our perspectives today they're not going to be the same a year later well at least i hope not anyways <laughs> um so yeah moving on won't waffle anymore on that um the second question is what is your opinion on a nine to five <laughs> I feel like this is this is a question that gets kind of I don't know it's like a topic for Twitter I would say like a lot of you see a lot of people talking about um oh I can never be with somebody who works a nine-to-five or whatever it is that they say so my opinion on a nine-to-five so I've done them I'm currently doing one alongside like university my podcast and other things and I don't think I don't have anything against it other than yeah capitalism isn't it's not the one but the concept of a nine to five I don't really have anything against it just because I feel like we we all have to do something we don't want to do to be somewhere where we do want to be if that makes sense like I don't know you can't go through this life thinking that it's going to be easy thinking that you're not going to have to like work hard and do things that you don't necessarily want to do like it's just part of life but my ambitions and my goals are greater than a nine to five. So with the career I do want to have in the future, I am going to be doing long hours and long shift patterns. And I'm aware that it's going to mirror the structure of like, let's say a nine to five. But the difference is I have a real passion and love for my chosen career prospects. And when you do something you love, the last thing you're going to be thinking about is, oh my goodness, when is this going to end? Instead, you're going to be thinking about, okay, how am I going to make this last longer and progress further? But if you're working a nine to five, constantly checking the time and wondering when is this going to end, you're waking up dreading this idea of work, you have to like really reevaluate and find basically a way out of it. There's nothing worse in this life than doing something you hate and that's like one of my biggest fears. Like I just don't see myself being put in a position where I have to do something for the rest of my life that I hate. That is it, I don't know that kind of drives me that's one of my like motivational things that like really pushed me to do the best I can at everything that I do do <laughs> yeah I just said duty I don't know why that makes me laugh but it does and yeah I just feel like there's just nothing worse than doing something you hate there's there's just nothing worse and you're living basically a life with no passion no excitement no fulfillment some jobs are not meant to be careers and too many of us settle for these jobs that we have no desire to do so i have nothing against nine to fives as long as you're living out your passion you're ambitious and you're feeling fulfilled and in love with what you do but i don't know for real for me life is way greater than jobs careers and a nine to five and i think that's the issue today we don't see life beyond work all we're taught and all we learn is work which is important but I don't see my I don't know I just see my life way greater than that my life is not and I refuse for it to be all about work there's this whole world that we've been gifted with to go out and explore there's so many different new things to try so many new and different people to meet and cultures to explore so yeah in terms of that aspect my life I just refuse for it to be defined by work or bound to the limits of work like there's just more to life than that and I'm willing to do those nine to fives to be able to put myself in a position where I can actually like do more with my life if that makes sense. Um, question three, this is a cute question. <laughs> um, is your podcast for fun or for business? So I had to think about this 
real carefully because I was thinking hmm what is my podcast actually for like I know what it's for but how can I put it into words that could kind of make you guys understand where I see my podcast going or what my podcast supposedly means to me so I wouldn't put my podcast in any specific category I do have fun doing it and I enjoy the process of creating and all of that but I wouldn't say it's just for fun and I wouldn't say it's for business either I don't think it fits into those categories and I don't think it fits into any specific category I mean if you guys do then share with me but I don't know I don't think I personally don't even think the category is important so for me what's more important is to establish and live out the purpose of my podcast the why behind the work the reason and the vision and the vision and purpose for my podcast is to provide a platform for me to live out one of my passions of inspiring change and influencing and motivating greatness in others but to also provide this platform for other voices to share their greatness share their knowledge and their understanding of this world and the concepts which fill it i feel like a lot of us have a lot to say but we don't have the means to say it i feel like especially today as well people are extremely selfish with their knowledge so I don't know, people have this kind of unwillingness to share, to share their knowledge, to share what they know. Um, people are scared and not willing to share their success and they come up with others in fear of, I suppose, perhaps others doing better than them, in fear that someone in this world might actually make it further than you did. But that's why, like, that's the whole purpose of my podcast. I want people to be better than me. I want people to provide me and many others who are listening with the information to do better. And that's one thing I ensure to fill my podcast with is this willingness and ability to share. Greatness has no limits. Success isn't bound to a certain amount of people, a certain type of person, a certain definition. So I'm not scared to share. I'm not scared to inspire. I'm not scared to give. I believe, I don't know, I don't believe it's a fight to the top. It's not a fight for success or greatness. It's a journey with stops, breaks, obstacles and many roads and avenues. And like I've said previously, I'm aware I can't do it by myself as my knowledge is limited to what I know. So I'm not gonna fight or refuse help. And that's what my podcast is about. Sharing, learning, giving, inspiring, and just being real. I don't know what category that fits into specifically. I don't know, I don't don't feel like it fits into any category. It can be whatever you guys want it to be. And at the same time, I also see my podcast growing, changing, elevating, and developing. And with growth comes change. So to put it into a category, would limit that change and would limit its abilities to adapt and one of the greatest things to like being successful is the ability to adapt so yeah I wouldn't put it into a specific category because I feel like to put it into a specific category means that that's what it is but I feel like it can be whatever I make it to be at whatever given time but I would say that my podcast has a very kind of family dynamic or like yeah I would say a family dynamic so I don't know maybe it fits into a category of families (laughs) yeah I don't know I don't have a specific answer for that but I hope my answer answers your question um moving on to question four I think I'm gonna do 10 questions by the way I think I hope anyways we'll see yeah so question four um do you think all hobbies need to be with the end goal being money or business Good question. And the answer is, drum roll please. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, that was not funny, but I found that funny. That's one thing about me, you know. I find myself so funny. 
I know like some things are just not funny, but I find myself really funny. I feel like if you put me in a room by myself, yeah, anyways, I'm waffling. Again, back to the question. Um, hobbies, end goal, money or business? The answer is for me, based on my understanding, no, not at all. I feel like it should be the opposite. I feel like some hobbies we just do for peace of mind or because we just enjoy it. You don't need to make everything into a money-making scheme or business. Some things we need to do for our own personal gain, for our own peace, our own health, for our own expression and creativity with no real end goal in mind other than just to do it. Damn, Nike should sponsor me. Just do it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so if we turn everything into a money-making scheme, you'll be spreading yourself too thinly, I think, because I don't think you can do everything at the same time and execute at it to its full potential because to really excel at something you need to dedicate a lot of yourself to it and if you're dedicating yourself to 10 or 20 different business or businesses or avenues at the same time you're not going to execute them to the same potential as if you were to like focus on five or even one businesses or goals or dreams that's just based on my understanding or based on who I am as a person like I'm not a person who can dedicate all of my hours all of my time all of my energy to like 10 or different things all at once like it needs to be I'm a very focused kind of individual I need to do this I need to get this over and done with and then I can move on I feel like that has its limits and it has its pros or whatever you want to call them but that's just how I am and that's how I understand so yeah I think understanding your limits is the ultimate key to succeeding and striving for greatness and also being realistic but yeah to put it simply no not at all hobbies need to have not all hobbies need to have the end goal in mind for it to be like a business or money do things for fun or just do them because you want to do them no hidden agenda that's how I feel about that um question five we're halfway there thanks guys for staying tuned if you are staying tuned Yeah, so this episode is just raw and edited, just you get what you're given basically here. Um, Question five, why does the decrease in motivation have constant implications to people chasing their dreams? See this question here, I love this question. I'm gonna gonna say it again, just to emphasize how much I love it. Why? (laughs) Okay, let me start again. Why does the decrease, wow, really shouting here, sorry guys. Why does the decrease in motivation have constant implications to people chasing their dreams? Let that question sink in and just have a minute to think. I'm not going to give you a minute, but have a minute to think about this question. So I'm going to begin by answering what those implications actually are. So I feel like when you decrease your motivation towards a specific goal or dream, it puts you in a position of vulnerability where you become vulnerable to laziness, procrastination, complacency, comfortability, and whatever else it may be. And when you do something once, it gets easier to do the second time. So for example, if you miss um, basketball practice for the first time, it's easier to miss it for the second time, especially when you're unaware of the implications your actions have caused. So if you miss it for the first time, and I guess your coach didn't shout at you, whatever, The next time it's so much easier to do because you already feel like okay so I've done this once nothing happened so I can technically do it again and nothing will happen but that is not true that is I don't know that's the furthest from from the truth but yeah um 
When you're unaware of the implications your actions have caused and when there is no immediate negative consequences from it, so like when you lose motivation towards a goal the first time and there are no immediate repercussions for it, the second time it's even easier. It, let's say, comes more naturally to you. And when you're allowing yourself to lose motivation and you're becoming okay with it, you're becoming okay with being comfortable with that concept unaware that by doing that you're getting lazy complacent and more comfortable and once you get comfortable with where you are the goal begins to look more and more uncomfortable and further and further away it becomes in the mind kind of like unreachable and once you get to that point chasing the goal seems near enough impossible and that's not a great place to be when you're chasing your dreams and goals like it's just not a good place to be in because the minute your goals and dreams no longer seem fam, fam, yeah, wow, damn, damn, <laughs> the truth was coming out today. Yeah, fathomable, fathomable. Is that how you say it? Sounds about right. Or realistic to you, then you kind of naturally give up on them. And in, in a lot of cases, you're not even aware that you've actually stopped working towards your goal. So yeah, losing motivation—it's a tough one. That's why when you have a goal, you have motivation towards that, you have passion for it, you need to protect your energy, your presence, your environment, and be intentional with what you do and what you let in. I feel like maintaining a certain level of motivation towards something, it is so hard, but the minute you continue, or the minute you lose it, it just becomes so much easier to lose. So that's one thing I've noticed with like me doing my podcast. It's not starting that's the problem. Starting, I feel like, is the easiest part. It's just maintaining that motivation, maintaining that kind of consistency, maintaining that. It's just keeping the ball rolling, I suppose. And it's not an easy thing to do, but once you stop the ball from rolling, once you stop that motivation, once you stop trying, it's even harder to start. So whatever it is that you have to do to keep your motivation going, my advice is just just keep it going i know you didn't ask for my advice but my advice (laughs) is just keep it going like whatever you legit have to do whether you have to cut some people off whether you have to stop attending certain events whether you have to disconnect whatever you need to do to protect your energy you need to do it because especially when the goal and the dream is so important to you and it's something that you really really want to achieve like protects your energy at all costs like I stand by that statement like wholeheartedly okay so yeah I hope I answered that anyways <laughs> um question six um why is finding the time to fit everybody in your schedule so difficult would you personally be content in achieving all your goals and aspirations in the occurrence of potentially risking the amount of time and memories spent with family and loved ones hmm it's a good one as well make me think um so i think it can be difficult to fit everybody into your schedule if your priorities aren't aligned and not clear to you as an individual so for me time is what you make it time is personal we've all been given the same gift of time but we won't all use it the same so there's no such thing i believe anyways that there's no such thing of this statement there just isn't enough time I just feel like you just didn't spend it wisely enough which takes me back to the point of priorities and what prioritizing really means prioritizing to me means putting first things first and then executing them 
prioritizing to me means not to live based on I don't feel like it it means to see my goals and see my dreams understand the value of them and then continue to pay the price prioritizing means seeing the bigger picture and being able to just factor in the things that you value and are important to you but I think I don't know I don't think it's as difficult as people make it seem to fit people in I think it's difficult when the people who you are trying to factor into your schedule don't understand your journey or where you are in life in the sense of I believe if you truly understand my current journey and my current who I am and where I'm at in life then you can appreciate that time is really of the essence and then I'm personally dedicating my hours and my time to my grind right now so I need to ensure that the people around me understand that and appreciate that and that just takes a level of like communication I suppose and it's just a conversation away so like I don't know I kind of made sure that I made all my friends kind of understand where I'm at in life and my priorities right now so I feel like when you do that it shouldn't be that difficult because I suppose if these people truly love for you and like they truly care for you they will try to understand where you are in life um yeah so I just need to ensure that the people around me understand that and appreciate that and not put me in this difficult position of I don't know whatever the people say if you truly cared you spend more time with me just statements like that or like maybe not as extreme as that it can be kind of subtle because if you're I don't know if you're saying things like that or things I feel like I just said the same thing twice yeah I feel like if you're saying things like that that just shows to me for one that you don't understand where I'm at in life and maybe it's a case of I need to explain to you again but if you're still not getting it I feel like you're selfish <laughs> I feel like it's it's selfish if you do understand where I'm at in life and you continue to demand all my time I think it's selfish and I find those people who demand all your time or most of your time especially when we're so young and in our prime are the people who drain your energy rather than fuel your energy and it just makes me think if you're giving me all this time what are you doing with your own life do you know what I mean but like I said I don't know a quick 10 minute phone call in the morning or before bed can reinforce the fact that you do care about this person you are here for this person but you're just kind of really in your zone right now and there was something I wanted to say yeah so going back to my point where I was saying um when people are like demanding all your time or most of your time um are the people who like kind of drain your energy I feel like it's a case of you should be if you understand where I'm at in life and you understand who I am as an individual at this moment of time you should be adding to my motivation you should be kind of fueling my energy like yes do this spend your time dedicate your time to do this you should be even like I don't know that's just how I feel (laughs) yeah (laughs) to put it simply that's just how I feel but to answer the second part of your question um no I don't feel like I would be content But that's just because one of my goals is to create these memories and moments with all my loved ones. So I always try to find a balance in my life. So yeah, I wouldn't be content, but at the same time, I'm kind of wary of how I dedicate my time, who my time goes to, and what happens during that time, if that makes sense. Um, Question seven, is that, was it question seven? Damn, that is question seven, I'm doing good. question seven should all dreams and goals and ambitions be realistic 
yeah so ooh, okay i feel like i briefly spoke about this in one of my previous episodes where i spoke about it was like image gang more or less but yeah i'm gonna say no and I, i'll obviously explain why so i think for goals and dreams and ambitions to be realistic means that they're based on your current understanding of the world of your situation of where you are in life currently so to say be realistic with your goals and dreams and ambitions to me is to say look at where you are and this is where you're going or this is what your life is going to look like in the future which i personally don't believe is true i don't believe our background determines our destination i believe look at where you are look at where you come from and create a whole new reality for yourself which would be unrealistic because it's not it's not real to you it's not something you've experienced or understand entirely it's not your reality so if anything your goals and dreams and ambitions need to be unrealistic as possible you need to look at things and yeah you need to look at the things that you think are impossible to you and go after them because the mindset of it's impossible is a mindset of limitation and there's no reason why you should or need to limit yourself and it's a question of also like unrealistic to who when people tell us this is impossible or this is unrealistic they're simply relaying their own fears onto you because they know if it was them and they were i don't know in your position they couldn't do it and just don't make the mistake of internalizing that because their fears are not yours they their ideas of reality or understanding of reality is not yours but yeah make your goals and ambitions as unrealistic based on things you never thought you could imagine of achieving because then you put yourself in a position of changing your world and changing your current reality so i like i spoke about this in one of my episodes if you guys like i don't know if you want to listen back to it um i don't know what episode it was but i know it's there i basically said that you need to live in your reality so i still stand by that i feel like you do need to live in your reality you need to face where you come from you need to face who you are in this moment of time what you have in this moment of time but i feel like you only need to do that because that's the best way to change things you can't live in a fantasy and then try to create a whole new reality because you can't even live in your own reality so how are you going to create a new reality and be able to live in that if that makes sense so when i say be realistic i mean be realistic with who you are with what you have and with where you are but be as unrealistic as possible with where you could possibly be just because our goals and dreams are a reflection of i suppose what we have i don't know if this makes sense i feel like i know what i'm saying but i don't know if it's coming across well maybe i'll do like a whole other episode where i can really like explain in depth what i mean by reality fantasy and like being unrealistic and realistic i suppose but i hope that's like a bit of an answer or like it gauges kind of i don't know i don't know what i'm saying but i know what i'm saying <laughs> but yeah i hope that answers some part of your question anyways um question 8 um in a way would you say someone else's dreams could limit the potential of your own um yeah if you're intimidated by other people's greatness and you're not confident in yourself so yeah i feel like yeah stand by that other people's goals could limit the potential of your own if you're intimidated by other people's greatness and you're not confident in yourself 
like you see a lot of people hating on others because they see them striving for the dreams and achieving them you're looking at what's around you and you're basically not facing your front you're not running your own race you're trying to compete with others and when you compete you don't complete <laughs> Shakespeare needs to like sign me up somewhere I don't know man I feel like I'm spitting barsy <laughs> now but for real I don't feel I don't believe in this essence of competing because unless you're competing against yourself but I don't know there's, it's not a thing of compete, competing against others I don't think I don't know I don't feel like that's I don't know what's the word I don't feel like that's um, I don't feel like it's fruitful I don't feel like that gets you anywhere um, when you focus on everything and everyone around you and you're focused on other people's dreams more than your own you're limiting yourself and your potential because you're not focused you're so busy looking at what everyone else is doing you're not doing your own thing so in that essence I would say that yeah other people's dreams could limit your own but I feel like you do it to yourself rather than that other person does it to you that's my just understanding of the question and yeah but um, I'll be interested to hear like other people's opinions on that but yeah at the same time I feel like the answer to that could also be no you could also use other people's like dreams as motivation to kind of go after what you want so like say you have a group of friends and you see them all striving and going after what they want in essence that should motivate you but at the same time I don't know I just feel like focus on your own thing focus on what you're doing focus on where you are rather than looking around you and looking at where everybody else is kind of thing okay question question nine why does society portray us to live our lives in a certain way and within a certain time frame hmm so you know what I've actually been thinking about this a lot it's yeah so it's quite it's quite mad that you've asked me this because it's legit been on my mind like you see it all over society social media today you see it on twitter and instagram everywhere that at a certain age you should have completed this and that you should have this and that and i don't i personally don't understand why i feel like a lot of it has to do with this whole concept of people living out an image and I don't know you hear it a lot today when people say like um what you see on social media isn't real life and I feel like that is that plays a big part into this kind of answer to this question of why society um, portrays to live our lives in a certain way and within a certain time frame I feel like a lot of it is is just fronting it's just seeing the real people do it and feeling intimidated by that and then you thinking okay wait so what am I doing with my life I don't, I don't feel like I'm doing anything let me try I don't know living some sort of fantasy and portray that fantasy to other people to make other people kind of believe that yeah I'm making it I'm doing it um I feel like it probably has a lot to do with insecurities intimidation and this kind of internalization of seeing what everybody else is doing and wanting to do it as well and I get it everybody wants to fit in everybody wants to feel like they're a part of something everybody wants to feel like they're not left behind because if you see everybody succeeding and attaining this and that at a certain age or within a certain time you feel like you have to do it too but the reality is greatness is legit not limited to anything not time not a per- not a certain person not a certain gender not a certain i don't know background greatness doesn't have those 
definitions attached to it so I feel like we have to kind of get out of this I don't know what you want to call it we have to get out of this mindset out of this frame that you have to do this by a certain time because you really don't each and every individual's journey is different each and every individual is different each and every individual has a certain aspect of themselves that they need to work on and where we are in life we're not at the same point in our lives as anybody like not even your closest friends we're just not at the same point in life and that's not a bad thing it's not something that we should be insecure about it's not something that we should be ashamed of like it's okay that's one thing I tell myself like it's okay not to have this and that by this age like when it's meant to happen for me it will happen for me and until then I'm going to continue to work I'm going to continue to work on myself I'm going to continue to educate myself I'm going to continue to be the best person I can be I'm going to continue to be the best version of myself I'm going to continue to wake up each day and be that one percent better knowing that whilst I don't have everything that I see in society that these people have I still have me I still have everything I need to have so it's not a case of I need to have this by that time I need to have this by this age like I don't know that shouldn't phase us well it shouldn't I don't know we shouldn't be phased by that because at the end of the day it is just social media you don't know what that person's real life looks like you could see a person driving a Mercedes or an Audi but in reality they're still sleeping on a mattress at home they've still not sorted out that aspect and there's nothing wrong with that but I'm just saying don't be fooled by what you see because what you see is not always the truth it's just part of the truth and yeah that's just how I feel about that I don't actually have an answer as why society does this why we do this like I said I feel like a lot of it is to do with like intimidation insecurity and just want we all want to seem like we're okay we all want to seem like we're doing well for whatever reason I don't know maybe it's something to do with shame maybe it's something to do with feeling like we need to fit in and feeling like not I don't know not feeling like we're left out I feel like it has a lot to do with that but yeah I don't know it is crazy times we're living in that's how I feel like crazy crazy times we're living in where our lives are kind of influenced by social media we're influenced by what we see we're not really influenced by the real things anymore because I don't feel like social media is real I feel like it's part of the truth but it's not the entire truth because I mean what do you really know from a picture other than what's in the picture you don't see you don't see the frame you don't see the entire background of the picture you only see what's there in the picture and it's sad because a lot of our younger ones are gonna grow up thinking that well god forbid they won't grow up thinking that but they are going to be put in a position where it's a lot of pressure and it's a lot of you need to do this by this age you need to do this by that age and it's like it's not the way things are and it's not the way things should be because you can do whatever you want to do at whatever time there's no time limit like there really there just really isn't but that's not to say that you shouldn't be working hard you shouldn't be on your grind you shouldn't be doing everything you need to be doing to get to where you want to be but I don't know each and everybody each and every person's journey is different but yeah I'd be interested to know what like you guys think about that like why does society portray us to live our lives in a certain way and like within a certain time frame like what is that 
why? <laughs> okay, so that was question nine. And question ten. Should I do question ten? I feel like how many minutes has this been? 35 minutes. Damn, I've been speaking for a very long time. Um let me look at these questions. Which one could I do next? Which one could I do next? Okay, so I'm gonna. Mm, mm, am I? Am I really? Or am I gonna answer this? Okay. Um. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so. Number ten. Question number ten. I'm gonna end it on this question. Um. How would you go about finding what business to go into? I feel like I don't know what profitable avenue I could go into because I'm not sure what I'm interested in. Okay. So. Hmm. How would you go about finding a business that? How would you go about finding what business to go into? I feel like I don't know what profitable avenue I could go into because I'm not sure what I'm interested in. So with that, I feel like it's trial and error to be real, to be totally real and honest with you. From my personal experience anyways, it's trial and error. You just do things, you see if you like them, and if you don't, you don't continue to do them. Um, yeah, I feel like when starting out hobbies or when starting out new things, don't think about making it into a profitable thing straight away. Like, don't go ahead and think, I'm going to do this to make money. Because like I said, money, isn't, money shouldn't be the first goal. It shouldn't even be the second goal. If anything, it should be the last goal. Because if you're doing something for money, you might be doing something you hate, but it's just generating income and there's just more to life than money and there's more to life than income and making money so I feel like my my like my advice from the heart and from the mind <laughs> is when you do something do it because you want to do it and do it because you love to do it and do it because it makes you feel good you you find some essence of peace some joy some peace of mind in it I feel like I just said the same thing twice but here we go again <laughs> but yeah just do it because you want to do it and if it's something that you kind of, um, I don't know, I suppose continue to live out, you continue to to do, then you can start thinking about, okay, is this something that I can turn into like a profitable kind of thing? Is this something that I can generate money from? And you might even fall so completely in love with that, that you don't want to mix business into it. Like, you know, when they say they'll mix business and pleasure, I feel like, yeah, that doesn't always work out. It kind of goes back to, I don't know what number question I answered, but one of the questions that I answered before, um, I think it was about, does every hobby have to be a money-making scheme kind of thing? So yeah, I feel like explore your interests. Like, I feel like understand who you are as a person. Like for me personally, I'm a very active individual. Like I like to be doing things. I like to be hands-on. I like to be practical. So I know that my interests and my hobbies I kind of go into surround this concept of me being active and me doing something practically. So I feel like I kind of understand what kind of person you are. Are you a more of a, let me think, what other kind of people are there in this world? So are you more of a, I don't know, have you got more of a creative side to you? Or are you more of a creative, um, like, yeah, like are you more of a creative and if you're more of a creative, writing could be an avenue art could be an avenue photography could be an avenue um videography could be an avenue so like just understand the type of person you are and then 
see which avenues that you could possibly go down but even then don't limit yourself because I feel like you could you could find love in things that you never thought you could have found love in if that makes sense like I love writing I love writing yeah I love writing (laughs) but like I said I'm more of an active individual and if I was to only stick to what I know I would have found this kind of joy and peace in writing so yeah I feel like the main answer to that is just trial and error just try things out if you love them continue if you don't then kind of yeah don't continue (laughs) but yeah that's that would just generally be my my answer to that like if you're not sure what you're interested in just do things and eventually you'll find out what you're interested in sooner than later hopefully (laughs) but yeah um that concludes episode nine question and answer oh my goodness i feel like this is my longest episode this is so exciting Ooh, i spoke for 14 minutes this is how you can tell i waffle like here i go again waffling but yeah this is um this is episode nine question and answer this is gonna be a quite unedited raw episode just because i feel like you guys haven't got to like this this has been a very good episode i can't lie to you because if you guys heard some of the other episodes that i've like tried to record it's actually a joke like i know i said here english isn't my first language but oh my goodness i feel like one day i'm gonna just release all my bloopers and you guys will really get to see the journey the progress and just what a joke i really am (laughs) but yeah anyways i hope you guys have enjoyed Hope you guys um, got the answers to your questions that you guys were looking for. And I will hope to see you guys back here again in episode 10. So thank you for listening. It's always a pleasure. Let me know what you think. Let me know how you guys define success. What your opinions are on society. Making us think that we have to have this and this by a certain age. But yeah, this has been Dreams Money Can't Buy. And it has been a pleasure. See you guys later. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.